Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection, of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Hey, my name is Mike. I will be your host, your guide, your facilitator for the next couple of hours here. And before we get started, though, let me go around the room and introduce you to my fellow patriots today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Ah, oh, good to be back. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back. Week is too long. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Hey, listen. Uh, um, the seven greats. Seven greats. Yeah. Now I know we know seven seven greats equals a stupendous. Is that right, Kevin? <laughs> well, seven that, greats that, equals that a stupendous. That was the consensus in, okay. in your vernacular. Yes. Um, seven seven greats equals a, that's probably some that's probably in Black's Law Dictionary. Seven greats equals stupendous. It's something like that. <laughs> you got that in law school somewhere? I'm guessing something. Yeah, it's a rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. Yeah. <laughs> Which means uh, I can only beat you with uh, a stick <laughs> as big as round as uh, your own thumb. I've, I've, uh, I think we've, we've, we've mentioned this on here. I've been doing a little bit of the old genealogy. Mm-hmm. I've been doing. Uh, oh, that was funny. Yeah. Old genealogy. That's a bonus joke, folks. Yes, Didn't even yes. know I was telling you that one. Um, and I've been obviously been following the news, what's going on here recently with the, uh, the statues, the, the Confederate generals mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and is, is seven 
Is seven right? Is is, is seven great? Because that makes you what the eighth generation of that. Per- it's actually the ninth, right? Because when you say grandfather, you're already third. You're the third one when you say I'm, he's my grandfather. So when you say great, that makes it like eight or nine grand, eight or nine generations. And I'm only asking this because everything I've seen on the TV now, again, uh-huh. they're giving me so much fake news. Who knows what's yeah, real? Ex- exactly. But they're exactly. saying, you know, uh, uh, six generations ago when George Washington, and I'm like, well, George, what George, if Earl is seven, Ge- generations eight. are usually 20 <laughs> years, eight, eight, not seven or not, eight. That means not a hundred. Yeah, Earl got here. Daniel Boone was walking around at like 1492 with the with the Mayflower. You Wasn't know? that long ago? No, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, I guess that's. I mean, listen, I know the genealogy was done wait, right. Wait, 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 wait. Oh boy, I was here and I don't remember him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him. Fourteen ninety-two. I was not in China. Uh, I was okay. not in China okay. in fourteen ninety-two. You were waving at them. No, take those blankets back. We don't want those blankets. No, that was a few years later. I'm that sorry. That was uh, that was <laughs> more the Dakotas. It was more the Dakotas. Uh, uh, and I believe that's what uh, they got Manhattan for. Was it Manhattan or Long Island? Beads. No, wampum. No, it was, it was beads and blankets, right? Wampum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wampum. Got some wampum? Wampum. Yeah. Was it Manhattan or was it Long Island? That's right. I, just, I remember. It was one of the yeah. islands. One of the islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's they're all islands, but even Staten Island's an island. I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> but it is really? Island. Long Island's an island. Hmm. Staten Island's an island. Island in the name <laughs> means it, yeah. it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, on my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Talk to corporate. That's Thank all right, you, Michael. Wrong, wrong That's button. All right. That's all right. Wait, 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 wait. Let me do it again. Oh, sorry. On my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. There we go. See? Yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, we're all still learning the board. <laughs> yep. Thank it's, you, uh, Michael. It's Thank right. you, Thank Earl. you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, there was a, a large event in uh, uh, you're not talking about your bathroom, right? Florida. Oh, hey, ooh. Nope, no yeah, bathroom. I, you know, it's a weekend no show, bathroom. so I guess we can do that. I guess we can say that. <laughs> I was just I was trying to figure out if I had to hit the dump button or not, but I guess it's a weekend <laughs> show. We can do it. Uh, dump button, big event. Uh-huh. Rude. We got bonus jokes today, folks. <laughs> just coming at you. <laughs> uh, a large event in Florida. Large event in Florida. It was the gun buyback. That went oh, on, went on yes. in Florida over the past <laughs> couple of days. I remember was we talked about that earlier this week. We did talk about uh, gun buybacks, and I want to. We've only got about uh, you know four or five minutes left to talk about this topic, but gun buybacks predominantly are mm, Kevin good, fill the blank. Feel fill the good blank. measure. There you uh, go. Earl, yeah. Earl got it. Earl, Earl won. Earl, ding Earl. ding 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 ding. Earl won it. So. Feel good nature. Gun buybacks. Uh, for the most part, gun buybacks get uh, old crappy garbage guns uh, the guns that don't work guns that uh, have been left in lakes yeah guns that have been left in lakes bottom of airboats yep and mm-hmm. and this is you know these are usually you know people that turn in these kind of guns are i you know i listen we had these guns i got them from the father you know uh, you know 20 years ago we were hoping to make a lamp out of this old shotgun and Never gotten to it, but you know it is time for school, and the kids need a new pair of shoes, and you're giving away gift cards for yeah, yeah. for somewhere. So yeah, I, I, that's one of the biggest things that bothers me about it. Okay, I have nothing against somebody that doesn't want a firearm in the house, right? Something that they don't know about, and I'm not cracking on them, but I feel bad for them being ignorant. They may have a Colt Python that they turn in for a fifty dollar gift card. Yeah. That's, Which is why I like to set up a table. Thousands yeah. of dollars. They uh, just and, and just away. say, this is, this is uh, 
wicks for guns. They give away <laughs> lamps. Yeah. Give away yeah. lamps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they for the most part uh, they they bring in they bring in garbage they bring in crap it costs law enforcement a lot even if it costs them a lot in volunteer time mm-hmm. even if it costs them a lot in energy and fuel costs right. and uh, mm-hmm. you know and imp- even if the employees and the employees are not allowed to donate their time because if they have to be covered by workman's comp and Kevin explained Correct. you can't you can't volunteer time you still have to get paid and be compensated somehow uh, you could volunteer on your own time but that's also not wearing. The agency's uniform. equipment or right. uniform, yeah, because once you're wearing that, but even if we, we, yeah. even if they had a way to volunteer the time, this, those platforms still have to be processed. Correct, and that correct. Has you're to still be acting in the performance of law enforcement, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so you couldn't do it, but you know, you'll you'll get the occasional, uh, like like Earl said, the the husband Rare died, yeah, the husband something highly highly valuable. Yeah. The husband died, yeah. or the wife was a collector, whatever it is, and and mm-hmm. somebody finds the old Colt Python in there. Maybe it's just a a $500 gun, a $500 revolver, yeah. and somebody, somebody takes it and they turn it into the police. You know what happens to that gun? It gets destroyed. Yeah, depending on the state you live in and the laws, there's a couple of things that happen to that gun. W- one, it gets destroyed. Two, it gets converted to government use. It might be a chief's nice gun for his side, for a sidearm, you know, a presentation gun. It might be a... A utility gun, a, a duty gun, you know, mm-hmm. that somebody gets an, an undercover gun, a smaller gun, um, and then uh, and some of it, it in some states, it gets resold. Yeah, you know? unfortunately, yeah. I think that's the the minority of the states. Yeah, 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 exactly. But that's what happens to those guns. So if you're saying, oh, I I don't like guns, I'm going to take them to the police department, they'll get rid of it. That's not necessarily what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they will. That's not what you happens. will not have to worry about it anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. you you won't, yeah. you won't. Uh, absolutely, absolutely right. Now, if you have a gun and you're like, oh. Geez, I don't know what I'm going to do with this gun. It's and I know they're going to give me fifty dollars for it. Four oh seven. Yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> you go to go to a gun store, go somewhere, turn that gun in. They're going to give you more than fifty bucks. And if they if they don't, you know what? Go somewhere where you know they're going to give you fifty bucks. But you might as well try and do it because again, unless you're drinking the Kool Aid, those guns are going to go back through the proper channels with background checks to the right people. No, nobody's getting these guns. These guns coming off the street, they're not saving anybody. The only thing they're doing taking money out of the donors' pockets and out of law enforcement agencies. There's a gun buyback programs are just just designed to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we got a great program coming up for you today. Stick around. We got uh, Eric Friday from Florida Carry. We've got uh, Lieutenant Major 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 Bill. We'll be back on the program uh, later today and and uh, some great stories. So so stick around. Coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios here at Arms Room Radio. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. 
Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the off. Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com. Get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. 
You could choose from the Model 110, which is the Glock lookalike, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, or the new pocket pistol. Don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you make time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, Mr. Eric Friday. Excuse me, we have attorney Eric Friday. He is general counsel for the organization Florida Carry. Florida Carry is the Florida's gun rights premier grassroots organization. Eric, uh, how are you doing today, sir? Welcome back to the program. Hey, guys, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Eric, we, uh, you, you, was it, uh, two, two, about a month ago now, it's almost a month ago, you had uh, the case in Daytona Beach versus the uh, the city of Daytona, the, the former police chief there who's now the sheriff up there concerning the, what, what, what would we call it, the, uh, the, the, the illegal holding of firearms against his will or something? Like Absolutely. Okay. Violation of 790 Florida statutes, I think is what we were talking yeah, about. Violation of preemption is what we'd call it yeah. because uh, that is what the court ruled. Gave us an order Monday morning that said that the city of Daytona Beach broke the law and that Sheriff Chitwood broke the law by retaining these firearms that they took when they didn't have any reason for keeping them. Now, <clears throat> the judge also this this judge took the time to write a twenty nine page yeah. opinion. Yeah. I have never in my career seen a trial judge write a twenty nine page opinion on a two day trial. Yeah, that's this that's was incredible. Kevin's got the look on his face right now, like, uh, yeah, you're right. That's that's craziness. Um, this judge went out of his way to get it right. Yeah. And I didn't win every point I wanted to win. Right. Um, my client got only a pittance of what he should have received for the loss of use of his property, for the deprivation of his constitutional rights, and Sheriff Chitwood got off scot free because of the way. The statute was eventually passed by the legislature. Chief Chitwood, Sheriff Chitwood, who made all of the decisions and all of the final he was the place he was the person who the buck stopped with in this case. He made all the decisions he could make in this case, but he got off scot free and the citizens and the taxpayers of Daytona Beach are gonna have to fork over money for his actions and he got away without even being found liable because of the way the legislature worded the preemption statute. Yeah, you know, and, and sitting in there, his statements, his defense, the things that he said were all things uh you almost like prepared for news bites and T V remarks. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you know you know, things things like uh, listen, it was a totality of the circumstances. He kept going back to that. But I mean uh, the big defense was well, you have to understand those forms and that process was in place before I was there. Like, that excuses it. Like, you know, listen, well, if you find out they're, they're murdering puppies out behind uh, the 7-Eleven. You'd, well, it, they were doing it before I became yeah. sheriff, so it's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is, is but he, he had the opportunity at lots of points in this case to say, you know what? We were doing wrong. We, we were wrong. They could have said Back when we first filed suit, we were wrong. We shouldn't have done this. Yes, the attorney general's opinion is clear. We we want to give Mr. A.B. his guns back and tell us what it's going to take to settle this case and tell us what kind of procedures we need to put in place so that we don't continue to violate the law. They didn't do that. They took every opportunity to raise every argument they could raise for this entire case to try and deny my clients their rights. 
Uh, and finally, now a judge has said, you did wrong, you broke the law, and I'm going to hold you responsible wherever I can. Right. But it's also, we're taking this order to the legislature this session. Florida Care is taking this order to the legislature, and we're going to show some legislators how even an honest, upstanding judge who's just trying to get it right has to let somebody like Sheriff Chitwood get away with his with his misdeeds. And I'm hoping that the legislature is going to say, you know what, it's not right to put the citizens of our cities and counties entirely on the hook for misconduct by elected officials or appointed officials. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to rewrite this statute so that at the end of the day, the city does have to pay for its the acts of its uh, employees, but we also want it so that once the city pays, they can attempt to recover it from these agency heads, these elected officials that are breaking laws. Yeah, you know, and, and looking through the the statute, you know, it was it was pretty clear, you know, when you read it, and like you said, you know, the common text, the plain language, you know, what the what the common man would believe, that it was all meant to to carry out the same act to to make sure that the rights are not violated. But from section to section, from subsection to subsection, there was you know minor differences, and it might have been one or two words, or one or two omissions, or one or two additions. Now it seemed like the intent was all to be the same for section by section. But I don't know if this was a you know a rewrite under the uh, under the gun, waiting for you know midnight to come around, and we got to get this passed, and this person objected, or it was just you know different people wrote different sections. But that's it, what I think it this was a judge. Combination. Yeah. It was a combination of all of that. Yeah. Yeah, because this judge looked at it and said, well, you know what. That word there was uh, was order, and this word here is process, and uh, you know those are two different things under the dictionary. Yeah, and that that is, and that's what every case that we've lost on this issue since we started bringing these cases. That's how we've lost them: a judge who wasn't as honest as Judge Orfinger, a judge who wasn't trying as hard to get it right, a judge who wanted to let a mis uh, misbehaving city, county, or uh, government official off has had plenty of wiggle room to do it. And I'm hoping that that, I, I, I think that was not intentional by the vast majority of the legislators. I think that some of the lobbyists for the cities and counties uh, who had a hand at the last minute in this language, I think they knew exactly what they were doing. And you know what, it was the, this was the first bill uh, that was passed once Florida Carry was created. Okay. This is one of our first bills we pushed, and you know we, we've learned a lot since then. And uh, with the help of the NRA, we're going to be taking this one back, and we're going to ask the legislature to fix these issues. One thing, if I could, guys, the discussion y'all having uh, just before the break about gun buybacks, gun turning. Yeah. Do, do you know what Florida law requires the sheriffs to do with those guns they get from the buybacks or lost, abandoned, found property? Yeah, Florida law requires them to be destroyed. No, sir, it does not. It gives the sheriff three options. Okay. Use what they can use. Right. And then they have another choice for the things they can't use. They can destroy it or they can sell it. But there's no incentive for them to sell it because guess who gets the money if they sell the guns? Used to, the sheriff's department's got to keep the money. Right. They would sell the guns to gun stores in exchange for ammunition. But yeah. the legislature changed the law a few years ago and said it had to go into the state education fund. Ah, interesting. Did so not know every that. Every time, yeah. if your sheriff is destroying firearms rather than selling them to federally licensed firearms dealers right. for uh, sale back to the public, not only are they possibly destroying antiques, they are taking money 
out of the schools of this state. And the more people I can get to realize that, I've been trying to get this message out for a couple of years now since I found out about it. Well, you know what? Let's do, we're going to do another segment stories. on that next week or something. We'll do that with you again. Because you know what? It. It's for the children. It's for the children. There you go. If it's for hey, the children, it's, it's got to be right. For the children, it's got to be right, right? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Sell the guns. For the children. For the children. Exactly right. Yeah, that's we could do right. that. We could do that. That's 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 the kind of slogan you want to put up when you're having a, an annual meeting of your members or something like that. We want to spread that kind of word around there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like well, that. You know what? Next buyback, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be push. I'm gonna be on the media. Next buyback, I get a chance to talk about. It. I'm gonna be- go to the media and tell them what could be done with these guns and where that money could go if these sheriffs weren't melting them down. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, Eric, the, the the ruling out of Daytona Beach. Not only is that a is it a great victory for Florida Carry and for AB now, uh, you know, has some some reward back for what for what happened to him. But this is a this is a big veterans uh, victory as well because it seems like. And we've only got a couple of couple of minutes, couple of seconds left here. It seems like that's the ones that are taking the brunt of this. These these law enforcement agencies are coming down and using that PTSD excuse for never giving them back. Absolutely. I, I hope that when this decision gets publicized, vets will know that they can go get treatment when they need it. They can even turn in their guns temporarily if they need to, but that there's a process and a right that they had to get those firearms back once they are better. And Florida Carry will be there to help stand beside them if they need it. Outstanding. Uh, Eric, it's uh, floridacarry.org, floridacarry.org, and it's facebook.com slash floridacarry, if I'm correct. Thanks, guys. Thank you for being on the program. Listen, folks, we got more great show coming up. Stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. Your tactical rifle, Tactical, and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American Shooting Sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories and gun tech swag visit guntecusa.com whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done make your tactical rifle tactical insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech usa a proud supporter of the second amendment the national rifle association and the wounded warrior project online at guntecusa.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. I talk to our good friends out there at 
Gun Tech USA, as I do every week. Did you did you see the new AR AR stuff? The new AR10 stuff he's got? No. Uh-uh. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, we should have some in here soon. In fact, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be getting some stuff from Gun Tech USA to do some giveaways. Nice. Yeah, they got some stuff, uh, some some good new stuff coming out. Some stuff they just promoted and demoed, and uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking about that. They got some really good good stuff. Speaking of really good gun stuff. Yes. Yes, of, we will. Good, yeah, good spe- segue. Good segue. Speaking of really good gun stuff. Earl, Earl and I are all giddy <laughs> about this segment. Giddy like a schoolgirl. Look at the two of them dancing around with their skirts on and just going crazy. I know it's a kilt. It's hey, a it's, kilt. It's I know. Right. I know. That's what I'm happened sorry. to the last guy that called it a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> he got killed. Yeah, but why is Earl wearing yours? That's what I want to know. It's a loner. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Keep a spare in the truck. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's a loner. You never want one kilt to spend time by itself. You want it to have another kilt with it. Well, they're herd animals. They're, there you go. There you go. They get well, neurotic. they're made from the sheep. That's so right. it works I said, out. They're, they're herd animals. <laughs> it works out. Works out. Uh, hey, on the line with us, uh, Win. I bet you can't wait to be on the program now, oh, can yeah, you? Yeah, is is yeah. our friend uh, is our friend Win from WMD Guns? Uh, how, how are you doing today, sir? Doing fantastic. Thank you, guys, and uh, thank you for that visual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That skirt. Hey, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm well-armed, too. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, wait, t- tell, me, tell me a little bit about yourself and tell us about WD, D- WMD Guns to start off. Let's go there. Well, first off, I'm, I'm Wynn Atterbury. I'm the W. So uh, <laughs> okay. W stands for the partner's uh, initials. Uh, we started a firearms manufacturing and a plating company back in uh, 2011. We're located in Stewart, Florida, and we really focus on developing and applying uh, performance coatings to firearms and firearms products, uh, specifically uh, in the products realm that's in the AR market, AR-15 and AR-10s. Uh, we coat all types of different firearms. In fact, we've got three legs of our business. Uh, one is the product sectors. Uh, the second is performing coatings and platings uh, for major OEMs, uh, builders, uh, intermediate size, small companies. And then the third leg would be coating for individuals. Uh, our goal initially was to bring these performance coatings, which may otherwise be unavailable to uh, individual consumers, uh, to the consumers and have them enjoy the benefits of, of these coatings. Now, uh, so did we, you guys, when you got into this, is it, were you just sitting around going, boy, I want to be in the coding business, or boy, boy, this is lacking with guns, or how did this start? I mean, how do you decide, this is what I want to do? Well, actually, I'd spent 18 years in the Department of Defense as an engineer. Okay. Uh, the last five or six were in the Pentagon doing some science and technology programs, and I was introduced to uh, nickel boron coatings to help solve one of our problems, and uh, I looked at it, and Wow, who doesn't want extreme wear resistance, low coefficient of friction, corrosion protection, environmental resistance to all sorts of chemicals, all wrapped up into one coating. So it really intrigued me, pulled me out of the Pentagon, and I started working with the inventor of the coating, um, Ed McComas, since 2003. Okay. And in 2011, we started WMD to not only do nickel boron, but to... Uh, expand that into an arsenal of coatings uh, and put it on platforms and expand and be a gun company. Uh, the coating, uh, nickel boron started in DuPont. It was actually going to be the um, the Teflon on your pots and pans. Ah, okay. And they couldn't get the technology to work. It's kind of a, a hard technology to stabilize. So um, Ed bought the rights to it, and he got it to work. So it's been in the aerospace industry since the 1960s, and 
is still on uh, airplanes today. Um, when, when I, when I, I know you guys firm, do a lot of other coatings, but today we just want to talk about nickel boron. <laughs> Okay. No, that's our, our yeah, we, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> we what? Uh, how did how did we? You know, listen. We know it started in air in the uh, aerospace industry. How how did it get to firearms? How who made the jump and said, you know what? It didn't work on frying pans. It works on planes. Let's let's try it on guns. How did that happen? <laughs> well, we started fighting in the desert, um, and we never really fought in a moon dust uh, environment like that before. Right. So when we were getting over there, the M16s and M4s were all all jamming up because yeah, and the by, sand by the way that's a that's a very 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 accurate description when he said moon dust moon type dust, yeah. <laughs> because i could tell you and I've, I've got video of this uh, and i can still smell it and taste it that's exactly what it was it was like standing on the surface of the moon it was it was almost a, a talc it wasn't the sandy beach you thought of which is bad enough exactly. for your rifle but it was it was almost a, a talc so that's i don't think i've ever heard it called that before that's that's perfect win that's exactly right yeah, now throw that moon dust in, in your bolt carrier group and in your op group as you're firing, and, and it sticks to the oil and it comes up. Oh, yeah, yep. And actually, if you remember when um, Jessica Lynch's convoy got ambushed, the story was that you know she reached for four or five of the M16s, and they were all jammed, and subsequently she got kidnapped, and you know the rest of the story. Right, right. Well, the inventor thought, wow, we could replace... The phosphate, the chrome, and the oil with one coating, nickel boron. So we took that to the Army, and they said, well, that can't be done, and that became a challenge. They always <laughs> say it can't be done. Yeah. Right, and so we came back with, a, with an AR-15 platform that had 30,000 rounds on it with no lubrication at all. That's, and, that's wow. some tolerance. Yeah, that's some tolerance <laughs> yeah. right there, yeah. And so if you picture being in the desert with a dry gun, that, that dust just falls off. You can pull your bolt carry group out. You can wipe it down and put it back in. You don't have to get all the oil and, and mud off and then keep um, prosecuting your tasks. Um, so uh, we've since uh, been through all the government testing on M249s, M4s, uh, M16s. And in 2011, then we've commercialized that into consumer platforms. So we offer bolt carrier groups and and fully coated firearms as well. When the uh, when 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 we were over there, and I noticed this too, and you said you start them, it's almost like you could start this uh, dry because we're, we're eliminating a lot of the lubricant, and this makes total sense because we ran guns dry for patrol for carry uh, because we knew at a minimum I could get a magazine through them if I had to dry. Now, we had plenty of oil, and in fact, we call it, we had machine gun juice. It looked like giant Windex <laughs> bottles full of CLP that we used to squirt them down after the fight starts. So you'd have to grab, you know, ammo, weapon, and your lubricant as you ran when you were, when you were doing your, uh, your, your, your battle drills there. But, but yeah, that's, that's amazing, and, and that this all came out of the Jessica Lynch incident. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I didn't realize that. That's, that's pretty interesting there. Uh, yeah, and then a long, obviously a long... Um arduous task to try to convince people uh, that that with this coating would allow that to happen. So I've been to numerous SHOT shows where people pound their, their fists on the table saying, you can't run a 1911 dry, you can't run an AR dry. And I say, well, here, take this and go shoot it and get back to me. In fact, I had a, an Olympic shooter who happens to be a writer sent me her 1911, and I coated it, and... 
She put 3,000 rounds through it with the help of some local law enforcement and some uh, reservists and sent me a nice little note back that, that uh, apologized. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I stand corrected. Yeah. Right. When, uh, with, with everything that's going on in the industry right now, the changes and the, the political climate and everything, what do you guys have in the, in the works? What's, what's new on your horizon? Yeah, while, uh, while a lot of people are still discovering our, our beast platforms and, and the benefits thereof, we're, we're taking advantage of some of the new trends in the industry. Uh, we're preparing for the, the uh, Hearing Protection Act uh, when that finally gets through Congress and passed. So we've developed a, a 30 caliber and a 5.56 caliber suppressor. And this takes advantage of a full advantage of a, our arsenal of coding technologies, and we're getting some really interesting results on those. Um, we've also uh, entered the long long range shooting uh, markets. First out will be our 6.5 Creedmoor. I had the pleasure of shooting a thousand yards last week in Georgia. Nice. Dialing nice. that in, um, hitting a 16 inch plate from a thousand yards. So that was quite fun. Yeah. Um, we've brag, got a brag, pistol brag. caliber carbine, the 9mm accepts Glock mags. That's in final test. And then. Finally, you see a lot of colors and a lot of patterns on guns and people really trying to uh, make their firearms unique and putting their flavor and their personality into guns. So we've, we've got uh, full capability to uh, some of the performance ceramics. Uh, we've got a distressed nickel boron we call a survivor. Wynn, we're, we're up, against the, uh, up against the break here, and um, we want to get you back on the program. You'd be willing to come back on and join us another day? Yes, sir. You guys have a great day, and I, I really appreciate you talking with me. When we're going to put out, we'll put out all the web information and everything for the company here at the uh, the next segment. So thanks for joining us, Win. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program. And I got to say, today, this one hits a little closer to home than uh, than we'd all like. And we'll talk yeah, about that, I believe, uh, during the next hour. But uh, dedicated to helping the injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Uh, check them out and get involved and make a donation today. It's hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Uh Kevin, we 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 kind of went a little short there with Win at the end. Uh, we had some other stuff we wanted to make sure we yeah, got out. Yeah, there's a, he's got a new paradigm. He 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 realized, I guess, a while back that uh, not everybody can afford another AR. Um, you know, and so what he's now listen. There's nothing less happy than a singular AR. They're just a herd animal. By himself. They they're are a herd animal. They yeah, hang they out are. with kilts. They do. From what I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he is. He has now got a program that he started where you can send him your rifle and he will plate it. Oh, you get it back. Yeah, like, you get it oh, back. Oh, okay. It's not like a donation. You know, like, listen, if you're going, no, no, if your not, gun's lonely, like, send it to me. Not, it's, it's not wins for guns. Yeah. It's, 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 um, you send him your rifle uh, under, you know, you have to, you know, do the things the right way, but you send it to him and he will strip it and replate it. Now, the, the thing he got to talk about was he does nickel bore and bolt carry groups. Yeah. And if you've got mm-hmm. one, he probably did it. Yeah. I, it, it was I, probably I, one of his. No matter who you got it from officially, yeah. they probably got it from him. <laughs> but now he does an entire rifle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. that makes for a kind of shiny rifle. Oh, I love it. it, it it's so, a little blingy. We've so got a couple. What, no, I've what, got one. What, he, what he's done now is he's done something called the Survivor. And, and it's a distressed nickel boron. And he's actually had people come up to him and say, you should stop doing that. 
Why? You're stealing the valor. Stealing the yeah, valor. Yeah, it looks like a rifle that's been in the desert. <laughs> so they're like, you've stolen the valor of the rifle. I said, no, no, it's just a finish. It's just it's made to look that way. Uh, those that have been in the military, they'll, they'll, they'll understand yeah. this reference right here. Uh, one of the things you can do with your rifle is a butt stroke to the head series. <laughs> I'm hoping wind distressed them yeah. with a butt no, stroke I, to the head series. I think series. it was more of a just a shake his head and kind of pat him on the shoulder and go, <laughs> go go back to your short bus. Yeah, go yeah, back to your short bus. Yeah, so why do the windows in there taste so good? Because <laughs> they look left. Snodberries. Snodberries. They like snodberries. Yeah, he, he's got, I mean, he does all sorts of coatings, but the nickel borat is just... I was I was amazed yeah. at the little bit of information he sent us ahead of time, just so we could kind of study up uh, the moon dust test yeah. that he was talking yep. about. They sent photos, and I'm getting ready to upload those to our Facebook page. And this is this is an AR rifle laying on its left side, so the ejection port door is up, and the bolt carrier group and all that is just covered. It's a tablespoon, a yeah. teaspoon, uh, a teaspoon they, of sand. They did give a measurement, but yeah. it's, you know, the it's, pick, it's full. <laughs> you pick the gun it's, up, give it a good shake, and they, they ran uh, a properly lubed gun, an overly lubed gun, and a gun with uh, a nickel bore on BCG. And no lube. Uh, with no lube. Right. And I think it ran, it ran over a hundred rounds. It ran 154, the, yeah. but the other two died, yeah. and so they and ran like, another 100 it, to see it, if it would keep going. For for my uh, my service member friends listening, this is simulating about 15 feet of a proper low crawl with the dust cover open. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. what this is. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> That's what this there is. There you go. Put it in and pack it in, and then you get up and go... Damn, my dust cover was open. <laughs> Crap. That's, that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we, I can't we, wait to get uh, Win back on. That's uh, yeah, that's, that's some good stuff. I want to find out more. I, I want to find I, out I more. Say, I got a lot well, of questions. You know, the, the really great thing is that they look great, and as we all know, pretty guns shoot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, exactly. Of course. It's it's not a show pony. It's a workhorse. Well, guess what? He makes the workhorses too. <laughs> yeah, see what he he's does. got them all there. He's he got does. them all there's there. There's a heavy lifting. He, he makes the workhorse look good. <laughs> I want to talk to you guys uh, about uh, Sig, Sig Sour, Sig yeah. and Sig Sour, Sig and Don't Sig Sour. Don't drop it! Don't drop yeah, it! Yeah, boy, the memes out there for this one right now are, <laughs> yeah. are pretty good. They're hilarious. The police yelling, "Put the gun down!" But <laughs> it's, it's a, a Sig. Sig. Don't drop okay, it. Okay, put it down <laughs> slowly. slowly. <laughs> yeah. The uh, there's there's a lot of stuff going on there with the Sig 320. Now this Sig 320 is the one that the military has, uh, or at least the army has decided. You know, we'll take a half million. And uh, there seems to be a problem with the SIG 320. It doesn't have a Glock trigger. (laughs) That's the problem with it. (laughs) That's pretty much the problem with it. It's not a Glock. Yeah. Yeah. Admittedly, I'm a fanboy. Speaking from the four of them that are in here right now. (laughs) Wait. No. Five. 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 There we go. Five of them. I got Earl is here. Five. Five of them here. Uh, Earl, Earl, tell us what's going on with the SIG 320. Uh, What happened was. Yeah. What happened was. It, it's it's a weird angle that when the actually I'm uh, all of you listening to us go to our Facebook page I'm gonna upload a photo because I'm gonna give a very very poor description of the angle that when it hits well just just imagine a, a gun a gun it, with a hammer and you drop it on the hammer okay yeah that that's probably the easiest huh. way uh, uh, somebody out there did a video they took a empty cartridge with a live primer yeah. 
put that in the chamber, and then had a full magazine in it so it, re it replicates um, full, full weight, and they dropped it at this, I think they said it's like a negative 30-degree angle. I'm not an engineer, so, but... And you know why that's impossible? What? Because we were inverted. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> Showing the picture, uh, Showing the picture, uh -huh. uh, And when it, when it hit, it went, it went bang. So I have a question. Yes. If it goes off and flies back into the air and goes and flies, can that gun go full auto by dropping itself repeatedly? <laughs> just, I don't know. Got hit the know. stairs and go off every well, time it goes down? I don't know because when it, this was the only angle impact location that it did go bang. They dropped it muzzle first, sights first, grip first. It, it, it had to hit it, the it, hammer. It, yeah, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. And as of, I mean, this has been going on, I mean, the, the internet has been go going crazy with all the memes for right. about a week now. Right. And if it's a meme, you know it's true. Of course. Yeah. Uh, it's finally been able to settle and clear up that what they've pretty much figured out, it's actually the physical weight of the trigger. And it has too much inertia right, during the right, fall. Because there's no trigger safety to Don't. stop <laughs> stop the trigger from moving. Yeah, that's, on, that's not a good thing. Own. Yeah. Listen, I would have put, even if it was just based on the weight, and this sounds like Sig's half-butted reason that they want us to believe. Even if there's not enough weight on the trigger or on the gun when you drop it, there's still somebody coming up and hitting the gun. There's still the you know, tapping on the back of the hammer. There's still the yeah. hitting in the back of the slide when your gun's not in battery mm -hmm. and you slam your hand against the back of the firearm to try and get it to go into battery. That's more force than you would have dropping the gun. Yeah. You should, this is a modern firearm, you should have a firing pin block. You should have a hammer block on your firearm. Well, it, it apparently, the way this is currently set up is that the that at this angle, when it strikes the ground, that's enough momentum to cause the trigger to move to the rear far enough to release the sear. And if that's the case, their solution is pretty straightforward. They're not going to put a, a trigger block safety. They're not going to change it to a Glock trigger. They're going to pull the trigger and make a light, put a lighter trigger in. Mm -hmm. Lighter trigger, lighter sear, lighter just, internal components. Just asking for problems. The other thing that I'm not so happy with SIG on it at the moment is um, this is not, it's not a recall. No, no, no. Uh, no. This is an upgrade. It, it's a voluntary upgrade. That's yeah. that's one of the biggest things that bothers me with this whole situation. I understand a huge company developed something, marketed, tested. Okay, something slips through the cracks. Everyone's human. Right. No problem. Somebody else finds your mistake, man up, admit yeah. it. All right, what do I need to yeah. do to Before fix it? Before we let's, sell half a million to the Army. Let's Let's get it taken care of. Yeah. Maybe but, it would have been a good idea to finish phase two testing before you bought it. Yeah, yeah. And and then yeah, that was Glock's complaint. Yeah. <laughs> and and then don't get into the whole thing of still uh release a statement of there there have been zero reported drop related three twenty incidents in the US commercial market with hundreds of thousands of guns delivered. You know, it's safe. Where you're already being sued by a law enforcement officer. So you know something's wrong with the yeah, gun. Yeah, exactly. Don't get into well, the semantics. Well, you said commercial market, yeah, Earl. That's, not, that's government market. Know, that's not commercial market. All right, yeah. all right. Yeah, you know who wrote that, right? Yeah, lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Folks, that's Sorry. it for the first hour. Stick around. Join us for the uh, the second hour. We'll be back shortly. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you are ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel.
get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, we promise to continue to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name's Mike. I'm your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago, deputy chief cook and bottle washer. This is all from memory, folks. That's, that's, why, that's why I'm so happy with myself when I get this right. What, what else? What else? Because now this is where I forget, though. Was there something else that I missed? You're uh, just stupendous, not me. You know I'm what? not so stupendous, he, you're uh, stupendous. He starts talking about himself uh-huh. and then forgets what he was supposed to say. Uh-huh. Pretty much. That's a sign. Mm-hmm. You know what a liar can't remember? <laughs> Figures. The right. way the way home. The way home. <laughs> the, uh, uh, let me go around the room real quick. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson. I still think that's too long. Now, now that I think about it, I think that's too long. I think that might be too long. He's it's only taken three years for him to finally figure out what everybody else knew. No, no, not that saying it's too long. I think it might be too long. Uh, you know, timeline. 
I think that might p- make him. Or, he, that it, listen, here's the deal. It's either, look, either, look, either his either, mother had a rule when she was going to stop searching for her genealogy right, right. when she found Noah's maiden Noah's, name. Yeah, uh, Noah's wife's Noah's maiden, wife's name. maiden yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. And I listen. I don't. I don't doubt that this is this is right. It just means that Daniel Boone was 400 years old when he had Earl. Or <laughs> no, generations are only 20 years. Or no, they're not. <laughs> Your generation is maybe a dog generation's 20 years, <laughs> not a people generation. <laughs> that's, You're wrong. That's it. Wrong. Ah. Wrong. <laughs> we got to get that drop. Yeah, I gotta, we've got to get the uh, the President Trump wrong drop. That's wrong. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> because you'd be in jail. <laughs> that's what we need. We need some President Trump drops, so we'll have to, uh-huh. we'll have to take care uh-huh. of that. Uh, and then uh, I think that uh, either or Earl's 400, but I know that's not true. I know that's not true. I know you're the old one at the table. Because you're a vampire. No jokes. No, no that's it's not no, funny. I'm not making a joke. I'm not making <laughs> a joke. Stab you in the heart with a stake, you die. Stab me in the heart and the stake, I die. They pull it out of you, you're still dead. They pull it out of me, not so much. You know, stakes are bad for your cholesterol. But they taste uh, so uh, good. It's true, it's true. You know, maybe with a T-bone or a porterhouse, you could stab someone. But if you try and commit somebody with a New York strip, Hey, not, not so much. hey, I saw not that so much. I not saw so that much. episode of The Rifleman. So he much. killed a guy with a pork chop bone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, on my left, the uh, the pork chop bone killing, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Since we skipped my music, we're skipping your music, too. I'm good with that. Yeah, okay. I think it's too much for me to live up to. <laughs> anyway. I still hear the Looney Tunes song in my head anyway, so it doesn't really matter. You hear the Looney well, Tunes song in your show. head all the time. That's my that's whole, yeah, that's my whole life. That's yeah. My, yeah, it's either that or I hear snoring in my head. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Here's that's one for mine. Kevin. There we go. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> you know, I did not know that you weren't supposed to go ching, 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 ching when you were playing Cowboys and Indians when you were walking up on somebody. I thought that was part of what you were supposed to make the sound of it. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome back to the program. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Chancellorville and the bringing down of some statues. Now, you mean Charlottesville? What I say? Chancellorville. Oh, you know what? I've got battles on the brain. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Kevin was at both. I was not here during the Civil War. He was I in was China. in China. <laughs> That's it for and, their Civil War. And and what threw me off was Mike wasn't referring to erasing our history. Yes. Erasing our history. Now, again, you know, we're we're, we're guns. We're you know, we're we're gun law, gun politics. We're 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 gun uh, rights, gun guns themselves, gun gun uh, buybacks, gun recalls, or involuntary uh, uh, upgrades. Voluntary upgrades. Voluntary upgrades. Yep. Listen, yep. now we we can get into a little bit of of what uh, you know what what we think of these people that are trying to pull down uh, statutes. Morons. But, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Wait. I saw somebody who was brilliant. They pulled a bronze statue over, and then somebody ran up and kicked it as hard as they could. Yeah. You know what happened? It broke some. They toes. hurt themselves. You know, actually, when I sit back and think about it, I was angry at this up front, uh, but now I think I'm all right with it because all they're doing is making room for the Trump statues. Yeah. yeah. We're just gonna. Look yeah, we're just gonna. Look I mean, this one will be just a just a just a bust. This look, one will be the look, whole, whole trope. You, you know, M- Mussolini. You know, <laughs> he just had the heads removed and put his hat on. Yeah. Those yeah, statues. Yeah. It was a <laughs> lot <laughs> cheaper. They it was still a had, lot cheaper. It was Italy. They still had other things to do with their money. That's you a know, lot that's, cheaper. Yeah. He had priorities. Uh, but but here's what uh, this guy this guy drives me nuts. This is the mayor up there in Charlottesville. Uh, he said he supports the Second Amendment. 
Yeah. Sure. But, but here we go. He's a Second Amendment butt. Uh, he's a butt, all right. Uh, and he's even friends with many gun owners. Yeah, you know what? I bet he's got black yeah. friends, too. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the first thing you hear there. He thinks more restrictions are necessary following the rally in which a car attack took an innocent life. Okay, Kevin, you're a lawyer. You can link pretty much anything together. How? <laughs> We've seen Where did this it. guy come up with? He gunned the engine. <laughs> he gunned oh, the engine. Oh, there we go. <laughs> he there gunned we the go. engine. Uh, this, uh, this, this mayor, and I don't know if get to his name here in a minute, he said, while I'm a strong supporter of the Second Amendment, that right, like all constitutional rights, comes with limits. Just as machine guns cannot be owned by civilians in this country. Ah, yeah, wrong. Yeah, wrong. Wrong. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Make it official. Yeah. It should not be acceptable to open carry or concealed carry firearms at an event of the sort we saw last weekend. If it uh, had, you might have stopped the guy in the car from running over everybody. Right, that's right. How many? Let's see. How many gun incidents? How many gun violence incidents were there? There. Let me think. Let's see. Counting uh, the ones with the, and then you had the. Uh, oh, there'd be none. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, there'd be none. Yeah. Total right. of zero. Right. Total. Total yeah. of zero. Uh, Wait a minute. Zero subtracted zero. Why aren't they suing zero. Chrysler? I thought it was a Dodge that somebody true, drove. True. Yeah. While well, some in the mayor's circle, point. excuse me, some in the mayor's circle need to tell him or his speechwriting team that there is no federal ban on machine guns in the U.S. So as long as the guns are manufactured pre-86, you can go out and you could purchase them just like anybody else. Uh, they do so cost a little more. If you have one and it's registered and you feel bad about yourself, call me. <laughs> yeah, call, call Kevin. 1-800-WICKS-FOR-GUNS. Uh, there, there are states that ban ownership of machine guns, but they also ban ownership of sodas over 12 ounces being sold in the mm-hmm, city. So, because mm-hmm. uh, you know what, it's the soda machine that made you fat. <laughs> it's you know? true. It's, exactly. They're gonna they're gonna implement smaller spoons because that will stop overeating. And it's gonna take me longer to eat the ice cream. This was a no. rally without a shot fired, where the fatal attack was carried out with a vehicle. Yet, we're going to blame guns. But I mean, we joke about it all the time. Here's a guy that's the mayor of a town where a car ran up on the curb and killed someone and ran over another 20 or so people, and he wants to ban guns because clearly... The guns are driving the car. That's the gun fault. Yeah, yeah. He said the ability to carry guns is intimidating, as if we still live in the post-Civil War South where Democrats use black codes and carry bans to, sh- to be sure black citizens cannot be armed. Uh, listen, folks, this is nothing about... Black people carrying guns. Uh, white people, black people, if you're legally in this country and you can legally carry a gun, that do it. Yeah, if you, <laughs> if you so choose to and you're not a criminal, by all means. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is just, uh, well, this is ludicrousness. This is, yeah. is, is what yeah. it is. I, mean, w- w- I bet ludicrous owns a gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does. Probably you're listening to uh, Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. When we get back. we got a special guest joining us this week, and we're going to introduce you to him when he gets on the program. Stick around. We'll be back in a minute. Deltex Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. 
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech studios. Hey, don't forget, coming up September 29th, 30th, and October 1st, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st, we have the Gun Rights Policy Conference. It's the Gun Rights Policy Conference. It's going to be in Dallas, Texas this year, and it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. We uh, there's This is where you come out and meet national gun rights leaders and your fellow grassroots activists at the... 32nd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference. You'll, you know, listen, this will be from every state. I think we saw at least 40, 50 states. for 50. You know, I think we saw at least 40 states represented last year well, at the Gun did, Rights Policy we Conference. Have, well, there were also uh, territories. There were territories represented as well. It was, uh, that's that's correct. I believe we met the the, uh, the delegation from Guam, if I recall correctly. And, and uh, boy, are they glad they have guns right now. We're shooting down <laughs> missiles here. They want some big bore. <laughs> exactly, a big bore. Something in a... Uh, and an ICBM, uh, if I could. Uh, <laughs> no, you know. no, actually what you want is something in a Thad or a Patriot. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe those, maybe those even a Nike, of... if you got them laying around, perhaps, you know, something like that. You know, older stuff, older stuff, you know. Uh, we, we can go with those. Thad or Patriot, and he goes with Nike. No, 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 no. They don't, uh, to, you have to have a 111, well, yeah. F-111 to use the Nike, and I don't know anybody that wants to be the guy that flies the nuclear weapon into the nuclear weapon. Not right. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've right got here. my cowboy hat on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm riding it down, baby. Uh, go Woo! right ahead. I knew, some right of those, ahead. I knew some of those guys, and they still have ticks. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 You know, and if you get a tick, you can get Lyme disease, too, which yeah, well, is just, yeah. It's yeah. just horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Uh, so you better, yeah, be careful. Maybe we shouldn't do that then. Uh, hey, listen, uh, joining us on the line, we've got, a, we've got a very good friend. In fact, we've, uh, we, met him at, we, we met him at the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Um, let's see. It was the one... Back in, I think it was last year's. Was it? Not, it was not I think last it was year's. In Tampa. Was last it Tampa? year's. I, I think it was in Tampa. We met them, and, and you know what? We're just going to call him a, a, you know, a California Wild Bill Hoorah. You know, and uh, <laughs> he's a. Oh, he's got music. I don't think so. Now, now, Billy, are you with us? I don't know if that's going to be too too much to overcome for you there. That's that's kind of a big intro. <laughs> that's that's a tough act to follow, actually. <laughs> um, Billy, we uh, I think the first time we got acquainted with you was when uh, we were at the Gun Rights Policy Conference, uh, and I don't want to spend uh, too much time talking about it because we've got other things we want to talk to you about. But what do you what recollections? You recommend people go in there? Was you were a first timer there last year? What do you think? Uh, you know what? Yeah, actually, uh, I thought it was very informative. I know, uh, at, at my end, I was, I was more of a shooter as far as, uh, you know, video and really just capturing the event. But, uh, a lot of the stuff that I did here, I mean, there were, there were activists from all over the country, which I thought was really awesome to get in the same room. And it's not this picture of what people think gun rights activists are, these crazy, uh, you know, red redneck freaking, oh, let's go get them. we got to yeah. stop them. No, it was actually a room full of intellectual people, yeah. you know, doctors, lawyers, uh, writers, authors. And it was just, uh, it was it was actually a really neat time. And there was, uh, might I remind you, there was no firearm incident involved that whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, all those guns there and nobody shot at somebody. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how that works when you educate yourself. Yeah. 
Uh, Billy, earlier in the program, we were talking uh, about a, a decision out of Florida where it looks like it's going to be a great thing for veterans' guns, gun rights. And uh, again, again, as I alluded to up front, um, you're, you're a, a Marine Corps veteran, you're an Iraq veteran, and uh, and I wanted to, to get your, some of your pr- perspective on being a veteran and, uh, and, and being around firearms and being in California, uh, a place that is not known to be the most firearm-friendly place around. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think anything that that entails veterans and, and wanting to maintain their firearms is a good thing. Um, I know, let's see, I got out in 2006, and there was a period where I was actually afraid to go to a gun store and try to buy a gun because I wasn't sure if my service was going to um, affect their decision or I, I didn't know how any of it worked. You know, I didn't know how, how extensive the background check was. Um, so I, I, I kind of waited until I felt I was, I was good knowing that, you know, if I were to purchase a gun, I wasn't going to use it for something ridiculously stupid. Um, but I yeah. think there is, yeah, 2006, is that's a, about, that's about the time frame. Uh, you know, just to drive people back there of, we're coming into uh, President Bush's second term, and people were starting to get upset over uh, both wars. One, we'd been in Afghanistan five years at that point. Now we're entering the third year into Iraq at that point. And, yeah. you know, everybody was looking for the quick out. They were looking for the desert storm, in and out, six months kind of thing. And Yeah, no, I, I was a part of the, uh, I was a part of the, uh, the OIF-1 invasion. Right. I pushed up with 1st Marine Division in 2003, and then in 2004, I was in Fallujah the whole year. So as far as how everything felt stateside, I didn't really know because I was in country the whole right. time. Right. Yeah, and we were over there. We were in different countries, but we were over there about the same time. Uh, yeah, and, and that's what you come back to find out. There was a little bit. Listen, this is nothing like, uh, you know, our, the, the generation before us had with Vietnam that had to deal with that. But uh, or if, right. if, if, if the generation go, before that would have been if Desert you go Storm. with uh, hold on if you go with Kevin's definition of generation it would have been seven or eight generations before <laughs> when Vietnam occurred. Um, the but anyway the not, not like our 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 elders of military veterans had to deal with uh, right. but but it was definitely happening and and we were seeing a lot of that back home. Uh, it was being the gun and the gun's fault. Uh, Billy, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about and, and I know probably uh, you know at some point while you're over there. You'd, you'd, you'd find citizens, you'd find people that live there that, that were you're trying to get their country back with firearms. And what, what did you yeah. do with them? So, okay, in 2003, we went from serious threats to, hey, we're good. That's, now we got to police the country. We're like, wait, what? Right, um, right. We, we were very aware that you know each family was allowed to uh, maintain an AK-47 for home protection. But there had been widespread looting and a lot of uh, just the, 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 the country system just collapsed. Yeah. There was no order. There was no nothing. You couldn't really trust anybody. So whenever we came across, you know, civilians, whether they were friendly or not or family or not, we would, we would, uh, we would disarm them because we were in a state where we were unsure of, what we were facing at that point. You know, are we still facing combatants? Are we facing just civilians? I mean, it's pretty obvious to state the difference between the two, but when there's no police system to keep them in order, we become that system. Um, it just got very difficult to really decipher who was who. So, right, and you wanted to give them the opportunity to defend themselves, you know, is basically right. what it was, yeah. 
Because if, sure, if they weren't on sure. a if they weren't on the bad guy list and they weren't on a deck of cards, you know, it was basically uh, okay one you know one uh, rifle or two rifles per family. Now you weren't giving them tanks and machine guns. You know, you, you right, had right. basic, basic oh, systems. Yeah. Once once that was established, it yeah. was much easier to like. Oh, okay. Well, here you go. Sorry. Yeah. We kind of got a little crazy there for a second, but we're just trying to make sure, which is a lot what California is doing, but on a really extreme level, to the point where it's getting very difficult to just even be a law-abiding citizen yeah. with your rifle. Um, I, don't, I don't know about, I don't know if you guys know the, uh, the things that make AR so scary out here. I mean, it, most places, you know, most, most of the other states, here you go, this thing's decked out. It's got all this awesome features. Well, there's really four things that make ours a faulty, uh, which is the pistol grip, uh, the collapsing buttstock, the forward pistol grip, and the flash hider. Uh, those four things make the AR-15 an assault weapon. It's, of it's crazy, Billy. Yeah. I, know, I know you've got a little a little excerpt you want to read to us about uh, about bullet buttons. We got about a minute left, so yeah. let, let's jump into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I came across this article. It was uh, it was released uh, June 27th of this year. Um, it's written by it was written by Don Thompson of the uh, Associated Press. Uh, lawmakers passed a bill last year to outlaw new rifles that include devices known as bullet buttons, which help gun users rapidly reload. The buttons let shooters quickly remove ammunition magazines using the tip of a bullet or other small tool, and were developed by manufacturers to get around a California ban on new rifles with magazines that can be detached without the aid of tools. That, that doesn't sound too biased, does it? <laughs> that doesn't sound biased at wow, all. a rapid it's reload. Yeah. I mean, if, if anybody knows AR-15s like we do, we, we know that's all blue cocky, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But to, but to uh, a civilian who doesn't understand any weapon terminology or how weapons work, they're going to look at that and be like, oh, my God. Yeah, we, we got that's the media. The that's the media and the anti-gun crowd. Billy, thank you for joining us so much, and uh, we're going to get you back on here again, if that's all right Not with you. No problem, brother. Thank you. Have a great day. That's uh, it's our it's our good friend, uh, uh, California Billy Ura. That's his that's his new name. So we're gonna we're, we'll see you soon. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kiltex Studios. See you after the break. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast-to-coast with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army First Lieutenant Jonathan W. Eds died August 17, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Eds, 24, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 69th Armor Regiment, 3rd Brigade Combat Team, 3rd Infantry Division, Fort Benning, Georgia. He died in Baghdad of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his vehicle using an improvised explosive device and small arms fire. 1st Lieutenant Eds graduated from West Point in 2005 and married his wife, lawyer Laura, that summer. They had dated long distance for a couple of years. He was laid to rest at the West Point Cemetery in New York besides one of his classmates. His wife said he always did his job and he loved what he was doing. Army First Lieutenant Jonathan W. Eds, you are not forgotten.
If you or a family member or friend have any legal matters for which you would like to receive some advice, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179, and I will see what I can do to help. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the segment, folks. If you know anyone that you'd like to hear on the Fallen Hero segment, just reach out to us at uh, armsroomradio.com. This could be uh, any public servant, any method of service, police, fire, military, whatever it happens to be, we'd be honored to to, to do that Fallen Hero segment for you. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of uh, Arms Room Radio. Uh, Major Bill, welcome back to the program, sir. Ground control to Major How are you doing today? We're, we're doing good, sir. We're doing good. So, hey, um, we've had, um, there's been some uh, some tragedy in, uh, just in the past uh, 12, 24 hours here in uh, the United States with law enforcement. And um, I, I know we try to usually give some uh, some lighthearted. We try to give some uh, some feel-good stories. But uh, this is one that uh, we've, we've waited the whole show. We, you're the professional here, and we wanted to give you the opportunity to speak of this. Yeah, this, uh, this hasn't been uh, a very good past 24 hours i also want to put out there too on uh, the last 24 hours we've also had two fallen firefighters as well uh, don't want to forget our brothers with the uh, thin red line out there as well uh, uh, it's been uh, tragic here especially in the state of florida uh, it's recently announced that the second titusville officer uh, has passed away as you know we've had the two shooting uh, the shooting there in titusville uh, with the two officers, it appears, although it hasn't come out yet, it appears that it was or appears to be an ambush. Neither officer uh, had an opportunity to uh, draw their weapons and return fire. Uh, there were two troopers up in Pennsylvania that were conducting a uh, burglary investigation. They were in plain clothes. Uh, they went to go meet a suspect who was attempting to uh, sell and uh, a video game system that was taken in a burglary uh, that they were investigating. Uh, they met with that suspect as soon as they identified themselves as police. Uh, the suspect attempted to flee. They attempted to stop him. He pulled a 38 caliber revolver from his waistband, fired one shot. Uh, that shot struck one trooper in the hand, passed through the hand, struck the other trooper in the abdomen. Uh, both troopers returned fire, uh, and they uh, terminated the uh, the threat there uh, immediately on scene. Good. Uh, Save some later money. On, yes. Uh, later on that night, uh, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office received a call of a suicidal gentleman, and, and of course, you remember what we talked about last week up in New York, uh, that was... Uh, holding three family members or he was uh, in a confrontation with three family members. He was armed with a rifle. Uh, five JSO officers responded. Uh, as they're responding, uh, there were reports of gunfire. They got on scene. They could hear gunfire. But, and this is what really uh, gets me upset, is you hear a lot of people talk trash, uh, talking about what they will do but very few people will mount up and head towards the sound of gunfire. Uh, but these five officers, they formed a, what, what's called a contact team uh, for what we have for uh, an active shooter. 
And uh, they formed this contact team, and they started to approach the residents. Uh, this subject uh, fired through the door several rounds, uh, striking two of the JSO officers, uh, striking again uh, one of the officers in, in, in both hands. The other JSO officer was, uh, was also hit in the uh, midsection. The other officers... Uh, continued the charge, returned fire, and they terminated the threat uh, there on scene. Uh, with the investigation in Titusville... Kissimmee, uh, hours... Kissimmee. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah, right. Kissimmee. That's okay. Forgive me. Uh, it's, there's been a lot going on. The phone calls going back yeah. and forth. Yeah, no, we understand. It's understood. Uh, they found him a few hours later. Uh, they confronted him. Uh, that got into a physical altercation. He went for his waistband. Uh, instead of uh, firing rounds, another officer tackled him. And the initial reports that I'm getting is that he was armed with two firearms at the time. The only, <laughs> I don't know, justice you may want to put in this is that the initial officer that was killed on scene, Officer Baxter, is that uh, they handcuffed him with Officer Baxter's handcuffs and took him to jail. Yep, that's the way you do it. That's the way you do it. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a very trying time uh, in the bureau that uh, that I oversee. Of course, I oversee our honor guard. Uh, so we're spinning up back and forth, uh, you know, trying to get things set up with uh, the multi-agency county honor guards and see what we're going to be doing uh, to get uh, our people up there and what the arrangements are going to be. Uh, this is never a situation that you want to face as a as a law enforcement officer, but we know that this may happen. This is something that we could be called upon to do. Mike, you've been in that situation. I've been in that situation. Uh, and sometimes, you know, that's you know, this is just what we're there for. You know, when uh, when the cowards run, uh, we stand that thin blue line. And sometimes uh, we have our, our, our family fall, and we don't want it to happen, uh, but it does happen. And you hear about all these protests going on around the country, and everybody talks a good game. But when it comes time to uh, stand up and put your, uh, your money where your mouth is, uh, all those people run, and uh, they'll call 911, and they expect us to, to respond. And you know what? As much as they hate us, we still respond. Yep, and we still protect them. Yeah, and there was there was also, like you said, you know, whether it's it's ambush style, whether it's it's you know responding to this burger, responding to the man with the shooter call, um, you know, it just it just in the line of duty it happens. You had the two Virginia State Troopers that uh, were killed earlier in the week when their when their helicopter went down for some reason. It was actually hovering and supervising uh, the the air assets around Charlottesville uh, outside of the. Uh, the, the the Virginia protests where you had two hate groups against each other, folks. And I'm sorry not to editorialize, but it was two hate groups, one hate group versus another. This wasn't one hate group and one peace group. There were two hate groups there, and that's why the police were on scene. And then you had that whack job mayor who who decides that we're going to let one of them put their flag up now. It's just it's yeah. ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, Bill, this is a hard time. Uh, this is a, this is a difficult time. What uh, – what would you say to those that, that want to reach out to help law enforcement or to the other law enforcement families out there? Well, you know, just stay strong. Uh, if you want to help out, contact uh, your local agencies, your uh, the PBA, the FOP, 
Uh, there's cops, uh, concerns for police survivors, uh, concerns of police survivors. Uh, there's uh, a lot of different groups out there that, uh, if you want to donate money or time, uh, can be put to good use. Uh, and I encourage people to do that. You know, flowers are great, but, you know, flowers uh, fade away. Uh, your donations will last a lifetime for continuing uh, help and benefits for those who have been wounded and hurt and that need rehabilitation uh, and to help take care of the families and the loved ones and the children. A lot of the college scholarship funds that are established for them uh, will, will go a long way. Bill, thank you again for joining us. A difficult time. Our prayers are with you, with the families of the fallen and the families of those injured. But please, sir, until we talk to you next time, be safe out there. Absolutely. And again, I can't stress enough to all my brothers and sisters in blue, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six, and please go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. 
So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Last segment already happens every week. Runs right past us. Never know where it goes. Time flies when you're having fun. It's the uh, it's the it's the fastest two hours in my week. I'll, <laughs> I'll say that it's the fastest two hours in my week. It just just runs up on you. Uh, that was a tough one. Last segment with uh, with Major Bill there. Yeah, that one hurt. Uh, so you know we'll we'll keep uh, up on that and uh, we're trying to keep the show informative, lighthearted when we can. Uh, but uh, you know that's that's something you have to do um, and. You know, listen, I know law enforcement officers are killed in the line of duty or they, they died and injured in the line of duty, as, as well as our, our military brothers, our, our, our fire and medical service. Uh, but when it all happens in one night like that, it, uh, yeah, it, seems, that to, it seems to amplify it a little bit, you know. So we'll uh, prayers to go out to everybody. Uh, you know, Hometown Heroes Alliance, you know, we've had yes. Jeff on from there. Yes. This is the kind of, the or, that organization the, goes the, with that. Bill, Bill was talking about them also. Yep. This this is when they step up and do what's needed for the family, the survivors. So that's that's hometownheroesalliance.org, hometownheroesalliance.org. You can find it on our our web page there, or on our I'm sorry, on our Facebook page there. Uh, Kevin, on a, you said on a lighter note. Yeah, you said you, we heard from uh, we heard from Win from yeah, the WMD. Uh, yeah, he heard apparently overheard you speaking about the fact that gun tech was going to be giving away some things. Well, it was overheard. It was meant for everybody to hear. It's not like he was, he was creeping <laughs> on me. <you> know? <laughs> um, and he didn't want to be outdone. He's oh, giving away. He's going to give some away some stuff. A brand new car. No, no, no probably no, not. No, no, no Monty. No. What if I send him a car? Can he recode it? <laughs> <laughs> that would oh, be cool. God, you had to bring that up. <laughs> oh. Wasn't there a, wasn't there a, uh, a country song? Her favorite color is chrome. Favorite color, yeah. Well. Wouldn't that be close to nickel right, right, right. Hmm. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Know, there you go. Man. <laughs> that new truck of yours would look nice. Uh, yeah. Nickel boron. Yeah. Yeah. You do it in the black nickel boron? But but no but, no but, no. Remember just no distressed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stole the valor. Stole the valor. <laughs> Stolen valor truck right there. Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, hey, we've got a couple of little little follow-up things to, to get out to you again. What, what's what's uh, Wynn's website there at WMD? I believe it's WMDguns.com. Yeah, that's yes, it. it is. Yeah, yeah WMDguns.com. And that is, again, their initials. That's not... Weapons of mass destruction. But if that's how you choose to well, remember it... I think it, that would be cooler. Yeah. If that's, if that's well, how you choose you know, to remember it, it that's fine. It depends on what it's aimed at. True, true. I mean, I, I like how they, they, they name their guns. They've got one that's it's a completely... Not only the internals, but the externals are uh, coated in nickel boron. Their 5.56 version, they call the beast. It's, you know why? Why? Because it is. Yeah. Well, they've also got 
a 308. They get an 810. You know what they call that? The big beast. Big beast, yeah. (laughs) And you know what Rick Vaughn used to name his pitches? The fastball (laughs) was the eliminator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if I hit it, I get to name it. You get to name it, yeah. Yeah, it's called the get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The owl that really stuck my hands. (laughs) The see you later. I think that's what it was called. It's called the see you later. Uh Uh, Let's see. The average age of mothers at birth of their first child uh, is 20, and the last is 31, giving a mean of 25.5 years for female generation. Now, he's for not men, give this up. For men, it's 31 to 38 years. The male generation is 31 to 38 years. So let's Which see. is much closer to 60 than it is to 20. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. It's yeah, not 20. Bless his actually, pointed actually, little head. I, actually, I think we should probably go with the professionals of the the company that's in the industry of the website that what they say it was 25.5 that's just what i read to you earl the practitioners should pay attention Uh, the listening should be part of the profession but um it's that's the female 25.5 is the female 31 to 38 how many children have you given birth to just had to look at the the technicality so he could say how many children there's a big technical difference Uh between men and women yeah (laughs) no we're just gonna impose your theories on us no 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 that wasn't Uh my theory that was kool-aid it was cool. Drink the Kool-Aid. Hey, hey, leave him out Drink of the Kool-Aid. Oh, oh, Kevin okay. remembers the Kool-Aid because he's old enough. He remembers the reference. Oh, Kool-Aid. yeah. <laughs> no, it's even before that. <laughs> it's even before that. And, you know uh, why, do you know why Kool-Aid doesn't drink Kool-Aid? Because well, being a cannibal <laughs> freaks the kids out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, we had uh, our good friend uh, California Billy Ura on earlier, and uh, we were going to talk about... Uh, some things that have gone out in uh, in California from the Second Amendment Foundation standpoint. I wanted to give this to everybody before we get out of here. If you happen to be uh, making travel plans or where to go tomorrow, yeah, the, don't <laughs> go to California. Yeah, the yeah. Second Amendment well, Foundation. Don't go to California with your gun. Well, yeah, but then you'd be going to a gun-free zone. True, and true. That's the, yeah. the, get to the get to the border and just halt and wave <laughs> it at them. Look, I'm in Nevada. I've got a gun. Second Amendment Foundation issues travel advisory to gun owners. Avoid California. Uh, For the first time in its history, Second Amendment Foundation issued a travel advisory to firearms owners to avoid going to California, warning law-abiding armed citizens that their civil rights could be in jeopardy due to the state's restrictive gun control laws. California legislature has been out of control for years when it comes to placing restrictions on Second Amendment rights of honest citizens. Right now, I wouldn't suggest to any gun owner that they even travel through the state much less to it as their final destination. Now, I'm sure those people that are traveling from like Orange County, California to Los Angeles, California, they're already there. So you should travel east and get out. Get out. Just leave. Start a GoFundMe site and get enough money to not live there anymore. Listen, the GoFundMe is a great place that uh, to, to donate for causes when you don't want to do things for yourself, evidently. Have you seen some of the yeah. GoFundMe nonsense that comes up? Yeah. I want this. I can't afford it. So go fund me. What? What? Yeah. How about uh-huh. go find a job site instead of go fund me site? You know, that's just cr- some of the things that you Help see. Help me on not there. live in California anymore because I want to own a farm. I would donate. To I'd this. give a few bucks for that. I'd donate yeah, to that yeah. site. Yeah. But you don't get to make the withdrawal until you're ready to move. And if you don't move and you just keep the money, there's a consequence. <laughs> Funds cannot be transferred to, to any address in California. That's right. Yeah, you've got to leave California to go get it. They can all be picked up in, uh, you know, in, in border towns in New Mexico. Excuse me, in uh, Nevada and Oregon. Yeah, I was going to say border towns. Not don't say it that way. <laughs> 
No, 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 not, not those border towns. Yeah. State border towns. Okay. There you go. Better. <laughs> Better. Uh, lawmakers in Sacramento either ignored or have forgotten that in 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court incorporated the Second Amendment to states via the 14th Amendment and Second Amendment's landmark case of McDonald versus Chicago. Second Amendment's protection of the right to keep and bear arms applies to state and local governments, but they seem rather oblivious to the fact in the halls of the California legislature. So, listen, d- don't go. If you can carry, if you're licensed to carry in your home state, guess where? Guess what state you're not licensed to carry in? California. California. California just doesn't work that way. You cannot You cannot bring to California. What was it they just recently? You know, we're, we're California. We do what we want. Oh, yeah. Well, we're the Republic of California. We're not really part of the United States. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. That's good. I, we're going to need that wall to be a little bit longer. <laughs> I, mean, I, look, I got no problem. Uh, yeah, you guys okay. want to board yourself off? That's no problem. By the way, guess where your water comes from? Yeah. Not yeah. here. <laughs> Not <laughs> California. You yeah. better get that desalination plant running yeah. big time, buddy. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, st- stay clear. Stay clear, California. Don't go through. Don't I, go I am through. sad to, to hear of losing the uh, parks. You know, wouldn't mind going seeing Yosemite. But I'm not going out there, just me. Isn't Yosemite in? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I believe Yosemite borders more than isn't it more than one state? Or am I thinking Yellowstone? No, Yellowstone. Ye- Yellowstone is predominantly it, it, in Wyoming. Yeah, but it's but it's got it's it, it's on a couple other states also. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you were just out there, mm-hmm. and then that one that was those pictures were wonderful. Almost as good as the was it the Buffalo Bill Firearms Museum? Yeah, oh, that was man. same same trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Listen, you know what? Where was that? People, you know what? That, you, you can't Wyoming. go to California. Tell them where to go, Earl. Cody, Tell them where Wyoming. To go. <laughs> Cody, Wyoming has arguably the best, and if it's not the best, it'd probably be only second behind the. Um, oh, what's the? The Smithsonian. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Smithsonian. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't couldn't think of the right, name, right. name blank. Yeah. Um, I I only spent hours there. I could have spent days. Yeah, I was just o- I was over overwhelmed. I spent hours going through the photos, <laughs> <laughs> let alone being there. He's you know? so funny with that magnifying glass. Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just click on the zoom button? What does <laughs> matter? With I, you? I I did high detail as I could get. <laughs> Uh, folks, thanks for joining us today on the program. We've had a pretty good show, I think. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it also. Uh, listen, if you, uh, you want to do some advertising, we've got some slots available. Uh, you know, Give us a shout. It's armsroomradio.com. Got to thank our guest, Win from WMD Guns. That's wmdguns.com. wmdguns.com. We'll have more from him coming up, including evidently some... Uh, some uh, some some products, uh, some giveaways. So stick around for that over the next couple of years. Next couple of years. Swag. Yeah, next couple ah, years. Well, maybe. Next, maybe. next, maybe. next couple of weeks. And uh, uh, thank you to, to Billy uh, come joining us from California. Major Bill, uh, Eric Friday from FloridaCarry.org. And, uh, and and please, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The kel PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. kel See more at keltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. 
So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 